Right, so in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a few things, really. Um, so get yourself a tea or coffee. Just got myself a coffee. My nightmares are back. So I've hardly slept. I reckon I had three last night, which weren't great. I wish I could tell you what was troubling me. I really could, but I'm just not going to put it on the podcast, no way. In fact, I'm just not going to share it with anyone. I just don't think people will get it. It would be one of those things where I have to sit there face to face and really pull my heart out, you know. And yeah, trying to get someone's time for that. But anyway. Oh, gosh, yeah. It troubles me, it does. It really troubles me. But anyway, here we are. I'm awake. Um, you know what I said about the my freezer makes this weird noise? Well, I've been, I get some really odd sounds from the kitchen and I'm obviously not uh, opposed to ghosts. I mean, we had one in the old place. And this one, I kept hearing this ping, ping. And I thought, what is that? Just randomly. I thought, I wonder if it's the saucepans or something, you know. Hang on, let me take a sip. And um, in the mornings, ping. It's like having a rooster. So I was like, what is it? So anyway, I've just been making my coffee and guess what it was? I have these uh, kind of like old fashioned weighing scales and for some reason the little tray and the little weighing thing, the weight, it pings now and again. And I don't know if it's, I think it's the temperature of the kitchen that influences it. How funny. I was just in there going, it's you, you know? Now I know what it is. Yeah, I thought, my God, I've got a rooster waking me up in the morning. But anyway, so get yourself a tea or coffee. <sighs> Sorry, I'm going to yawn throughout this whole thing because um, today is going to be a challenge because of the nightmares. But I'm going to do my best to get on track. And I might have to be a little bit extra kind to myself and gentle. Um... Yeah, so I won't be going for a walk and listening to heavy metal music. I'll probably listen to some classical or something. Anyway, so in this um, episode, I'm going to talk to you about... um, Betraying yourself. Now, I know I say that weird. I googled it and put the little speech thing on. Betraying. I always sound like I betray. It sounds weird. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. Um, Because I was researching Anne Walker and Anne Lister last night, you know, my two heroines that I'm watching, and um, I got all upset, and I thought, why am I getting upset? Because I read about their deaths, you know? I mean, they died of natural causes, pretty much, but I thought, oh, I didn't want them to die. And then I thought, why am I being so soppy? Because, I mean, they were alive in the 1800s, so the likelihood is they are dead. You know, unless I, I, well, I want to know their secret if they're not. So I thought, oh, I'm in one of them. You know, I'm just in one of them moods. I'm just going to get upset about everything. Silly. But anyway, um, and I was reading about them because I find them fascinating. Anyone who um, is bold enough and brave enough to live their own life through their own perceptions and lens, regardless of what the landscape is, has my attention, you know. And, um... I'm going to talk about betraying yourself because, I mean, you know, I've come out 
and people say, oh, why, why does everyone talk about their sexuality and stuff? Why does everyone do that? Well, it's because you're so silenced and you're silenced in so many ways is you turn the telly on. I mean, I know growing up, I felt very alone because it was Barbie and Ken. And then I'd turn the telly on and it was, um, you know, every film was about a boy and a girl and I just felt really unhappy because I just was like god is there something wrong with me the idea of being with a man just was repugnant to me I'm sorry to offend but it was just like it was I just didn't want to do it and um then you know I knew I had a an attraction to the fairer sex you know and you know any gay film that was out and even now even now if you see ever see two women get together or two men get together in a film one of them will die or they'll go off with a man <laughs> yeah they'll see the light so there is this you know um programming going on in the same way as everything is being whitewashed you know do you really think jesus was white really come on he's from the middle east you know and he had, he had friends called Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Come on, this is not Yorkshire, you know? So there's certain things. I mean, I'm a Christian, don't get me wrong. I, I, well, I grew up as a Christian. I'm not bashing Christianity, but I'm bashing the fact that there is a white agenda and a straight agenda and everything else will not be seen. And if you even dare to go down that route, we will make sure that in the films, you die. <laughs> like, you know? So, you know, growing up was very, um, it was lonely, you know, because, and restricted, restrictive. I didn't, I didn't like it. So anyway, I was determined because I was at this very low point where I was just so unhappy. And I thought, I can't live my whole life like this. This is so shit. But the, I didn't think it was the sexuality thing, right? Because I actually thought it was very strange because I'd grew up in, with Christianity and I hadn't got anything referencing it. It wasn't like something that I went in very easily. I was like, oh, that's weird. But I knew I like women, so I thought I was in the wrong body. So thank God this whole thing isn't around from when I was young. Because, um, yeah, I, I thought I was a man in a woman's body because I liked women. Well, I'm not now. I have enough uh, education to know that I'm actually a woman in a woman's body who just likes women. Yeah. You know, so this is why I'm drawn to these characters. Now, this is what I want to talk to you about is betrayal. You cannot expect to live a happy life if you betray yourself. You cannot expect to live a happy life if you tolerate the friends that make you betray yourself. I get rid of anyone who makes a comment about my life and the way that I live it in a negative way. Oh, I don't even, I don't even tolerate that shit. I won't go, oh, she wasn't being mean. She was, she was, you know? And since I have explored myself and my tastes and my, you know, uh, what I gravitate to it to I have been the happiest I've ever been and even though I have nightmares and things trouble me in the background I have the skills and the inclination to try a little bit harder that day you know my fire hasn't gone out no one's extinguished me I'm watching these women on gentleman jack is so bold and so brave and so wonderful you know and if we move away from the sexuality thing for a second just look at your your lives 
Are you tolerating family members who constantly make you feel like shit? You know? Are you tolerating a job that makes you feel like shit? There is a common denominator, sorry, one common denominator amongst everyone that I know who feels really low about themselves is they are constantly put in a position where they betray themselves. Hang on, let me take a coffee. Hang on, let me take a sip, sorry. Mm. I really need to get this in a drip. So, you know I said that I'd been asked out a, a few times this year for some bizarre reason, like nothing happens and then it all happens at once, right? You know, two of them were really bothering me because they just kept texting to see how I was. And it was very nice like to have that, but it felt disingenuine. Every time I talked about my day, they kind of dropped off, they weren't interested. And I realized that I was getting very confused and very down by these two people. And I was not looking forward to their text messages because do you know why? I had to betray myself. We had to play fake fuckery. Sorry, just swore. Okay, sorry, disclaimer. I apologize for swearing, I won't do it again. That should cover it. And I, in those exchanges, I knew they weren't interested in me as a version. They were interested in what I could do for them. And I knew that. And yet, on the surface, it was all smiley nice. How was your day? Oh, how was your day? How was your day? How was your day? But don't tell me, because I don't really care. Don't go into depth, because I don't really care. I'm just keeping you warm. You know? So I knew, although they were showing a different behaviour, I knew in my gut that this was a this was a interest based on, you know, what they could benefit from. So I was put in a position where, do I continue with a, f- a fakery? <laughs> I had to be really careful then. <laughs> nah, you won't catch me twice. You won't. Um, and I had to be careful because fake people will put you in a position where you have to betray yourself because they're being so nice to your face that you know in your heart that there is something else going on. So who do you know in your life that makes you betray yourself? Whether it's your interests, whether it's your romantic life, whether it's your mental health, you know? Are you around people who gaslight you a lot, you know? You know, I had to get rid of everyone because I realized that I just kept cherry picking the same type of person. Do you know what I can promise you though? I can promise you that they are right when they say, oh, if you live this life, you're gonna be lonely for the rest of your life. They are right to a degree, you will be lonely, but for a while, not forever. If you are brave enough and bold enough to, oh no, I'm gonna sound, live your truth. (laughs) But if um, if you're bold enough and brave enough to be who you truly are, And if that means that you're looking around your family thinking, I'm not gonna tolerate this bullshit anymore. You have ground me to the, what is it? No, ground me to the ground. Anyway, okay, I don't know. I don't know that saying. I don't even know why I attempted it. (laughs) What the hell? So anyway, if you're looking around your family and you're thinking, my God, you've really, um, you know, I'm just gonna make one up, pounded me to the ground and you're okay with my suffering, you know, I look around and I look back and I grieve for me. I grieve for the old me that knew that the sharks that they were around were quite happy to pin the tail on the donkey like I was the mentally ill one. There was something wrong with me. And I'm thinking, there's nothing wrong with me. That's why I can't watch that 
um, Gypsy Rose thing. I can't watch it, it's too close to the bone, you know? And, um, you know, are you sitting there thinking, I'm going to have to fight for me and I'm going to have to fight for my happiness and I might have to lose all the privileges and lose my life as I know it and lose everyone in it as I know it but I have to do this for me because I cannot go another day haunted by knowing that I am betraying myself that is a miserable existence uh, you know, and it doesn't have to be about sexuality. I only opened it up with that so that you could see the um, the shit that I've had to go through. You know, and I wonder what shit you're going to have to go through or are going through. You know, are you around people that you don't actually like, but you think, God, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? You know, I've got my head down at the moment and I'm saving as much money as I can because I'm looking around. I live in this, I live by a wood. It's really nice. But, you know, I'm where I need to be for now. But I'm thinking, what am I doing here? Like, no one's super friendly around here. They're, they're not my people, you know? It's all grab. It's all, what can I get from you, you know? I have no network. So I'm thinking, ugh. So I'm saving up as much as I can and then I'm just going to go somewhere. Yeah, countryside, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, get some dogs and pigs and shit. Um, so, you know, look in, in your life and just be like, who is making me uh, betray myself and who is bothering me? Like these text messages I was getting from these people, I was thinking, why am I even entertaining this? I have told you a number of times what I'm doing and you haven't shown any interest whatsoever in what I'm doing. Like, I've got this magazine coming out this end of this month. I can't wait. It's exquisite. You know? And I've got some big hitters in there. I've got the executive producer of the blockbuster film, The Sound of Freedom. The message in that is incredible. You know? And you have someone who put their life on the line to go into these sex trafficking cartels so that he can rescue children and I've been lucky enough to work with his team and get put an article together and can you hear how excited I am and I've got these people texting well I mean I did this 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 and this and this what did you do nothing I didn't have anything planned you know ask me about the magazine ask me about stuff yeah, I can't ask you about anything you've done. You haven't done anything by the sounds of things. You know? And I realise that being around such mundane people, they're not even benign. They're not even kind and caring. They're just still. Nothing's happening. I betray myself when I'm around people who are incredibly flat. You know? Because those flat people are betraying themselves. I don't think anyone wants to be flat. But what are they doing? Or rather, what are they not doing that makes them so safe and small and in this little world? You know? Sounds like a confidence thing. But why are you allowing other people to compromise your confidence? Because it won't be you. You've got to come alive again. You've got to breathe some life into your lungs. You know? I love benign if it's caring and kind and still. But when it's not even that it's like oh my 
God, I can't. Do you know, I get a lot of people and they want to meet up for coffee and they want to go on my little walks, you know, because I go to a very special, unique little place that no one's been. <laughs> you know, a few people have been. I mean people that I know. I've not taken anyone. And a lot of people want to come. And I think, what are you going to do? What are you going to talk about? You're going to moan. I know it's rich coming from me today, but... I think all you all you do is hammer my inbox with moans, 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 moans all the time. There's nothing magical going on. So why on earth would I sign up for a, like a two-hour walk where you're just going to continue to moan about your relatives and moan about your friends and moan about this? Like, tell me what you've done. Tell me what extraordinary thing you've learnt. You don't even have to learn about the Roman Empire. Just something, you know. Like bake a cake. What did? What have you done? What have you done? Have you have you made a cake? What what cake did you bake? What how? What have you done? I mean, you can borrow my scales if you want, but I'm just letting you know they ping every five minutes. Ping, ping. I think it's when it gets cold. For some reason, it must affect the weights. Anyway. Mm. So you must be true to who you are, right? And you must never be shameful, and you must never make yourself small. When I started doing this KTQ stuff and started doing the podcast, I promised myself I was going to be open and bold and I'm going to say whatever the hell I want. And I'm going to talk about my sexuality. And if anyone goes, I don't like talking about stop listening. Because I cannot go any longer without talking about who I am in every single category. I cannot avoid rooms. I cannot avoid conversations or parts of myself any longer you know like every single part of me is delicious and because I've done so much work in creating that and making sure that I'm safe in that that I'm gonna talk until the cows come home about every aspect of my life yeah my podcast I can do whatever I want you know Katie Q my stuff I can pick and choose whatever I want you know this is the good thing about creation you should never make yourself small I would love to hear about your love life I would love to hear about what adventures you've been on what walks you've been on what you've done what you've made what you've realized what you've read you know tell me about something tell me about something that's been cooking in the kitchen you know tell me about a challenging thought perhaps you've signed up for something and it's no longer for you I mean, how bold is that? You know? Perhaps everyone's told you you need help. You went and got that help and you realised, actually, I don't need help. They all do. Brilliant. Fab. Love it. Tell me about it. You know? You can't be shy. You know, that comment I made about people will say, oh, you're going to be lonely for the rest of your life if you like be yourself. You will be lonely for a while. But when you are yourself and you wear yourself on your sleeve and you present yourself as you are, then the right people will come along and the right people would be like in admiration of it and they'll be motivated by it and they'll know it's safe to be themselves. They'll see that you're not getting burnt at the stake, you know, and then they think, well, okay, well, she's doing it, I'll do it. You know, what a lovely, wonderful world we live in where we can be that bold. But you must, you must not put yourself in a situation where you'll, you betray yourself and betrayal can be so many different things it can be ignoring aspects of yourself it can be putting yourself in situations that are fake to you 
but it can also mean that you are signing up and nurturing and um uh what's the word um cultivating relationships that create a different version of you that you you are you know the the scariest thing i've ever seen in my life my jaw hit the floor was when an old flatmate came around with her new baby and she was um changing the baby's nappy and as she was doing it she was saying to this baby hypnotizing this baby she was saying you don't need anyone else in your life you only need me you don't need any boys you don't need to get married it's just going to be me and you for the rest of our lives and i nearly was sick on the spot and i said to her you freak you're computing that baby's subconscious she's making that baby betray itself before it's even one you know i couldn't talk to her after that yeah ironically well no i won't say what she did because then everyone will know who, who i'm talking about um but it's like um yeah i was just like that is the most evil thing i've ever seen i've ever witnessed you know and you mustn't let other people compute your brain or tell you who you are i have been told who i am my whole life and it isn't who i am and i'm thinking you're either really thick that you haven't just you haven't got it or you're trying to compute me and program me so that i am who you need me to be and i can't have that i can't have that because it's my life and that is going to make me so unhappy so unhappy you know this gentleman jack you want to watch it it's on bbc and anne walker was a shell of herself anxious depressed miserable and then anne lister came along and she was a breath of fresh air and anne lister was exactly who i'm describing just herself bold didn't give a shit did whatever she wanted and in the 1800s she was admired you think wouldn't you you'd think someone of that nature in the 1800s would be burnt at the stake quite the opposite and this is what i'm saying when you are yourself you get admiration i get admiration you want to see the messages i get honestly it makes me teary and i think people love truth it's refreshing because when you're true to yourself you give them a compliment they know you mean it it makes you incredibly charming and it makes you incredibly lusted after because people want you to tell them the truth about themselves because you see it in yourself they know that you've gone on a journey where you have found your most gorgeous parts they want you to tell them theirs as well you become very popular and lister was an incredible person who tested who, who tested the uh what is it oh no something test of time you know and she was admired and people listened to her in the 1800s she ran her estate she went into coal this is these are man things you know and then she hooked up with Anne Walker not to ruin the plot everyone knows it anyway but it's like that wasn't the thing but she did it and even now we're talking about her in 2024 whatever the year is i don't know to be honest i can't keep up you know so you must be yourself
you must dig deep you must look at yourself and be like what am i so scared of what am i scared of i was so scared of being I don't know what you want to call me, gay, bisexual, I don't really give a shit. For, for a community who doesn't like labels, there's a lot of them. And I was like, I was so scared of it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't, I didn't want to be that. I would have done anything not to be that because I was so scared of it because I was scared of myself. Because when you're so miserable, you're scared of what makes you happy. That's why when you get to a point of being so miserable and you get so anxious and so depressed, you don't want to leave the house because you're so scared of the outside world, you're so scared of what might happen, you're so scared of enjoying yourself, you're so scared of being happy, because it's the polar opposite of where you are. But it is the best thing you can do, is to choose to be happy and be okay with it. There are so many people out there that I speak to who cannot hold happiness, they ruin it. They get in a relationship, they cause issues. They find a friend, they ruin it. They self-sabotage all the time. They interact with the person who inspires them and who is their hero and then they ruin it and they start messing about they can't hold happiness happiness scares them being themselves scares them you have to get over it bite the bullet you have to be yourself because it's a tough awful crap vile boring world when you are a shell of yourself being polite and keeping up with the Joneses and being who everyone else needs you to be will cause you so much misery. You will rot from the inside out. You know, you have to be bold. You do, you do. So if your whole family are doctors and you don't want to be a doctor and you want to go into the circus, go to the circus. And if they go do this stupid protest behavior which is if you don't do what we say we're going to cut you off cut me off see you bye it's protest behavior it's protest of uh, protest behavior is like a child it's narcissism at its best if you do not live your life from my perception we're done that is cruelty like i i don't know how can you bring another person into this world like this old flatmate and then tell them that their life must be about you. What's this baby going to do when my old flatmate dies? She's going to be on her own, not knowing, or she, she's going to she's going to go through every relationship, not knowing why she can't have this relationship because she's been programmed that she can't. It's the most sociopathic concept that someone else must live a life that you want them to live. Uh, what? Can't get my head around it. Don't want to get my head around it. It's weird. No thanks. Focusing on happiness. You have to fight for yourself. If there's one thing you have to do in this world, it's to fight for yourself. The minute you do that, your life will change in the most magical way. And you will be exposed to so many beautiful people. Being gay, straight, bi, black, white, Chinese. It doesn't matter when you're around the best, most creative, heartwarming people. They don't care about this shit. It's the little chickens at the bottom of the food chain that are like all, all about this shit. Nobody else is. Enlightened, intelligent people with caring hearts don't care about this. They don't, you know? So look, welcome home, babes. Welcome home. You've got to fight for yourself, all right? So on that note, I love you very much. <sighs> 
just, my God, just don't let the chickens peck you to death. Jesus Christ, be an eagle for God's sake. Love you. Mwah.